The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome, everyone, back to Answers for Elders Radio. And I am here staying home and staying healthy, as well as so is Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements. Daphne, welcome back to the program. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I'm happy you're here, too, because... We started off this amazing hour talking about gratitude. And I think there's a lot of things to be grateful for during this time. And sometimes we can't find it. And I'm really intrigued by when you said go to each room. And, you know, I'm sitting here in my living room. And I have to say, Daphne, I'm looking across the room into my china cabinet. And I am looking at all of my mom's beautiful china that she um, bequeathed me and her crystal. And, you know, what's really come out of this is that I have a golden doodle. I have to tell you a little this story. And I'm the admin for Washington Doodle Owners um, on Facebook. And we have probably about 1,200 people in this group that they all own a doodle dog of some sort, right? And so I decided that I wanted to do something fun while we're all staying home. And so I said, why don't we all do something that we stage our doodles having fun in some way using items around your house for photos. And we'll do a contest and whoever has the best photo will win the cover photo for May. Right. And we're getting all of these Uh ideas coming out. And so I'm sitting there thinking, what am I going to do with my dog? And all of a sudden, I thought, wow, you know, a couple of years ago, I was the Mad Hatter for Halloween. I have a Mad Hatter um, costume. And I've got some neighbor kids out in the yard that we could do a social distancing. And we're going to do a Mad Hatter tea party with with doodle dogs. And I mean, we're all standing (laughs) six feet apart. It'll be fun. But you know what? I'm so grateful for creativity right now. And being able to get out there and seeing so many of people's ideas and and um, how they're doing things to integrate into their neighborhoods and you know you have neighbors that you don't come within six feet but there's relationships that you're building that you may never have not done before and that's the thing that's that's really cool about this whole thing so tell me a little bit more about what your experiences are well when I when I get stuck on my gratitude and I'm, I'll give you a simple example in the room that I'm sitting in right now, there is a very 1970s quilt sitting on my couch and it, uh, it was given to me when I graduated, actually it's eighties, but it was given to me when I graduated from high school in 1982 and my aunt made it for me and it has been perfect. Um, one side of it has really bright colored squares of polyester material. So anyone who knows polyester knows that it's never <laughs> going to wear out. Never. Right, right. So this, this quilt is there. And on the back side, she has a very nice um, sheet, of, a floral sheet on the back side. So it's a pretty bright, I'm going to say gaudy thing. But it makes me think of my Aunt Lois. 
Um, and I dug oh. it out of a closet and I put it out and I think of my Aunt Lois and all of the things that I have to be grateful from her, the things that she taught me. Um, she lived across the field from me, you know, in, in northern Minnesota, and I'd walk there in the summertime and, you know, we would just chat as we walked across the field. Um, but things like that, you can see an item in your room. Now, you know, I'm looking at another thing, a picture on the wall, and it says a meal without wine is called breakfast. Well, that just makes me laugh. And so I'm like, I'm grateful for laughter and the ability to laugh. That's <laughs> yes. Thing. And, but at the yes. same time, my head right now, I mean, this is all spontaneously happening. My head went to, is there a way that I can help other people laugh? And mm-hmm. so as I'm thinking about some people that are in their homes at home, living by themselves or in assisted living buildings or, you know, wherever you're at in a, a rehab community, Think about if there's some way that I could make people laugh. I'm thankful for for laughter. How can I share that with others? Now, this might be, depending on your that. situation, it might be that you can write down a joke or you could start a knock-knock joke and the nurses or CNAs can bring it down the hallway and everybody can start enjoying the same knock-knock joke. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. amazing how we do this. Now, we still have to, you know, um, pay attention to our quarantine things and things to keep us health- healthy. Sure. But there are ways of being creative. So that's a Absolutely. simple little thing. I'm thankful for laughter. Can you imagine life without laughter? It'd be awful. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> I know. And, and so little things and, you like know, that. Yes, and and what you're saying is so valuable because, you know, every single moment you could choose to be happy. You can, no matter what it is. And making that choice, it's like you could choose to be lonely. You could choose to be happy. You And I'm not saying to be Pollyanna. I'm not saying not to be right. real, you know, about it. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the things that that I know that we have – there's there's challenges right now with depression. I get it. And there's some people that have depression that are, you know, that are challenged with with these times. But you know, right. I think one of the things one of the things that causes disappointment and un- unhappiness is expectations. And I know like for my birthday, my birthday was last week, and I totally had given mm-hmm. up on any expectation whatsoever that I was going to have any birthday at all. You know, I figured, okay, I'm not going to get a birthday this year. Do you know that, Jaffney, it was one of the best birthdays I've ever had. <laughs> and and it's so amazing because I truly, I mean, I am so grateful to my hus- my sweet husband because he knocked it out of the park. And he got creative Aww. and he did things creatively and he was, um, uh, you know, I had surprises all day from him deliveries that showed up at the house and um, phone calls from people. And then, you know, I decided to get together with many of my friends and, and uh, associates and business associates and people like that all came to a zoom party and we talked about what we're grateful for. And my soul was so filled on Friday at the end of the day, I thought, you know what? It's truly been the best birthday of my life. It really was. Oh, how was wonderful. Nothing but joy all day long. And I think that is where, you know, we can choose to find our happiness. But on the other hand, 
I think a big part of that was letting go of my expectation of what I think things should be. You know what I'm saying? You you bring up a really good point because nothing is normal right now. Nothing. No. We have very few routines that have been able to be maintained. And so letting go of what we know to be this is supposed to happen, the expectation Mm -hmm. is really a good step in that direction. As I was listening to you, Suzanne, I was thinking about how your husband was doing these little special things throughout the day. And for yes. all of you, I don't care if you're, you know, 20 or 12 or 88, you can do something for someone else. There is yes. so many creative ways that you can reach into someone else's life. It could be if you're in your neighborhood, you can take a walk, you're doing your social distancing, take a little walk, and you could call your friend, your neighbor from the street and tell them to go to the window and just wave at them and have a face-to-face conversation over the phones. I mean, how yeah. simple is that in the sunshine? You could surprise yeah. somebody. I know we've got spring flowers that are coming out. You can go out in your yard and cut some of those tulips and, you know, put them in a, tie them up, put them in a little vase or put some paper towel, you know, around the bottom and just lay them on someone's front step and call them later or let them discover them. Any little thing would be a nice surprise. It is so awesome. And I know I had neighbors that uh, texted me and said, walk out to your front porch. And then I had like six people stand out there and one of them had like a little birthday cupcake. Another one had a little pre- a bag, you know, of a, a present. Another one had a, a couple of tulips, like you said. And it was like they all sang me happy birthday. And it was like, wow, you guys, I'm just you know, and it's and it's so cool because I'm going virtual hugs, you know, because obviously, yes. you know, I'm in my, I'm in my 60s. I just turned 64. So I'm considered on the bubble here of higher risk. So I have to be extra careful. And knowing that, you know, and knowing the little things that bring you joy. It's like, would I would I have had that richness of experience had I not been in this mode? And I don't know necessarily I would have because I might have had different expectations. I might have been busy. I might have gone out to lunch. I might have been doing yeah. all kinds of things that are disrupting my day without just giving me a moment to to be quiet and grateful for the moments that we have in our lives. And and I certainly I told I told Keith, my husband, it's the best birthday I've ever had in my life. And I want to let you know that you you did this for me. And and, you know, I was just blown away. I was blown away mm-hmm. at the little things how they can make such a difference in our lives. They certainly can. Yes, they can. So I want to tell another quick story. Yesterday I was cleaning my refrigerator. We know how terrible that job is. I mean, took everything out and just cleaned it. My back was killing me. I was like, oh, I'm so glad this job's done. But it was one of my to-do things. Instead of just sitting there or going and getting water or sitting on my back deck or whatever, I decided I was going to call my mother-in-law. And I talked to my mother-in-law who lives in Denver, and she's in total isolation right now. And I talked to her for eight minutes. I was just eight short minutes, and I just I was honest with her, and I said, "Margaret, you are my break. I just got done doing this, and we were, you know, talking about my activities. But when you think of something, do it. That's the point of my story. I thought about Margaret, and I was like, I'm going to call her." Just call her. It was eight minutes, yes. and I brightened her day, and I got my back to relax and <laughs> thought about other things. So 
be intentional. If there's one thing that you can get from this hour is be intentional about what you're doing and be aware of what you're thinking. Be aware of what you're choosing to think about. Be aware of what you're choosing to do because you do have choice. Breaking habits takes extra energy, but we can do it. So Daphne, before we sign off to this segment, how do we reach you? Best way is with my phone number, which is 855-734-1500. And most often I'll answer that phone call. I'm the, I'm the person that's at the front line most often. Again, that's 855-734-1500. And then, of course, my website, which is tentacleseniorplacements.com. All right, everyone. Daphne will be right back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.